Hello, and welcome to another Church Mission Society podcast. We try and bring together stories from people across the globe who are involved in God's mission so that you can pray, learn, and participate in mission too. To discover more stories, visit churchmissionsociety.org. Uh, this is Naomi Steinberg. I'm sitting here with Diana Greenfield, and I, uh, you um, were sporting a really beautiful pair of fairy wings earlier. I'm wondering if you could talk to me about the talk to me about the fairy wings. So I wear fairy wings because one of the things I do is I get very involved in the um, fairy events that happen in Glastonbury and in the Three Wishes Fairy Festival that happens down in Cornwall. Um, so initially, I was kind of like a chaplain to the event, um, and. So spent the whole of a weekend a fairy over weekend at the three wishes festival just walking around wearing my dog collar and my fairy wings and people going cool fancy dress and i'm like no it's not fancy dress it's real the dog collar is real because <laughs> they think the fairy wings are cool okay but they think the dog collars dress up <laughs> um and yeah so i just spent a lot of, a lot of my time kind of with people who believe in fairies and mermaids and um unicorns and that kind of stuff <laughs> Once you say the uh, the collars, no, the collars not a costume. What's the kind of reaction that you get? Uh, initially, no way. <laughs> um, and then, kind of, oh, cool. You know, it, it's a it's a genuine surprise, but oh, that's really interesting, you know, that you want to hang around with us, that, you know, you don't think that we're dodgy or strange or evil, you know, there's, there, there is as much assumption from the alternative community about what Christians believe about them as there is within the Christian community that we do believe about them, if you see what I mean. So they kind of assume that we'll make judgments. And so uh, the, there's a massive opportunity to allay a lot of those judgments from both sides, really. Do you think those assumptions are fair? The ones that people, like, that spiritual seekers might have about what Christians think. Uh, Do you think that's fair? <laughs> but that's the trouble, isn't it? Because we generalise the word Christian. You know, if you if you were to make that assumption based on the room full of people that are here on this conference today, I would say no, because actually most people here would not make those kind of assumptions about what it is to be part of the alternative community because they want to engage with that. But... Uh, people who I don't want to engage, who are nice, happy with their nice little ordinary church that doesn't rock the world, then maybe they would find that a little bit... Maybe their assumptions would be a bit, you know, more firm. Is that... Hmm? (laughs) You're nodding, but I, I... Yeah, it's hard to know because everybody... Everybody's got a right to their own beliefs, but I think, you know, there are those people out there who follow Jesus who don't make those assumptions. You went from being from working as a nightclub chaplain to more of a, in the festival realm, and I'm wondering why the transition or how the transition, why? Okay, so the transition was kind of gradual. Um, I was... Uh, I set up a nightclub chaplaincy in Bournemouth and then I went to Maidstone and did a similar thing and whilst I was there um, felt really strongly called to ordination to the pioneer path of ordination and initially that calling I thought was about you know starting a church in a nightclub or something very grand like that um but um as time went on it became very apparent that there was no way I could keep the hours up doing the late night club scene and the the kind of daytime studying as well so the nightclub stuff kind of drifted by the board and uh, I mean I I suppose this is now 
10, 12 years ago that this were. And I look back and think, well, I'm 10 or 12 years older for starters. And, you know, the late nights were, um, I don't think I could do them now, actually. And I also, I think, realistically because the scene has changed where you know people used to save up huge amounts of money to go and blast it on a massive weekend club weekend you know where clubs were open 10 till 6 in the morning um and all that kind of stuff that that time is all gone um and now what they do is save their money up and go to festivals and sit in a field and you know maybe smoke a few drugs and and drink a few tinnies and listen to a load of music and try out a few alternative remedies so you said at one point while you were speaking before um, you were describing what you do and you kind of burst out and said and I just and I love it so why do you love it <laughs> why do I love it well it's not to like <laughs> you get to be outside um you know I okay so we're really blessed this summer with amazing weather so festivals is much easier when it's not wet but then I love Glastonbury Festival in all the mud as well so I love being with people with their kind of mixed mess of their lives that you know they want to share with me they want me to journey with them um that they want to explore something spiritual together you know that what's not to love about that tell me about the time you spend in a wizard yurt where is (laughs) where where is that Can, can you give me the context and what that what's that like Okay, so uh, at Glastonbury Festival, which is like lots, realistically, it's lots of mini festivals all in one big space. Um, And in the Greenfields, which is the kind of more um, new agey healing areas, the the kind of eco spaces, the the green crafts, all those kind of things. Um, Friends of mine run a space called the Wizard Yurt. And, And I sit in there and I meet people and I do a bit of dream interpretation and a bit of spiritual reading and sometimes get the Jesus deck out and we talk about faith and philosophy and it's run by friends of mine Max and Lisa who are wizards they would call themselves fire wizards um and uh they they make the most amazing chocolate and rosewater brownies which is always a good reason to be there um but actually it's really cool because it's all about relationship and you know just like everything else we we do these things because we want to be in relationships so that when the moment comes where we can kind of speak the truth of jesus into their lives it's not because we're being all aggressive and kind of you know putting that on them it's because it's come from a natural place of a relationship I mean, it seems to me, 300,000 people at Glastonbury, <laughs> four chaplains, I think. You yeah, said, that's It doesn't right. seem yeah. enough. So do you no. wish that just more Christians would go into these spaces or do you not feel like that? Or do you not... Or maybe you feel like it's enough, but I can't imagine. No, it's, it's not. I mean, I think Glastonbury Festival's got room for an awful lot more people wanting to be the presence of Christ in that place. But um, it's just like everything else we've talked about this th- today, it's about cultural relevance and, you know, cultural integrity. You know, I don't... I, there's no point in trying to go in there... Um, and just kind of bulldoze people into believing in Jesus, um, not least because the the organisers of the festival would not have that. They're very picky about who they allow to go in and do stuff. Um, so that 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 brings a 
brings a question mark. I mean, one of the best things that happens there is the Iona community. Um, and they just set up a little space in a place in the festival that always used to be renowned for being where drug dealing or, you know, it was a good place to go and have sex or whatever. And so the Iona community came in and they set up this little um, den with a, an open fire and people would just go and chill out all the way through the night. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a much more lovely space and, you know, and, and really serves it's a really powerful ministry I think if people look at things like that and they look around Glastonbury Festival they would find so many opportunities to do stuff like that um in the healing fields there's room to do more you know more readings and um yeah there's uh, but I, I don't necessarily think that it's a place to wander around with big jackets going and we're street pastors or we're you know we're the Jesus army or whatever it is you want to be um it is just about being culturally integrated into what's going on when you come and speak at a day like today, or maybe there's not a lot of days like today, I actually don't know. I mean, um, what are you what are you hoping will happen? I hope that there are people that have come who are keen to look at the way that they engage. You know, I come from a background that was it had its moments of real kind of aggressive evangelicalism, of being very evangelistic and thinking that the way to go out there was to go and convert people. And and it's been a long journey and it's one I've not finished yet where I've realized that that doesn't work and where actually Jesus comes into a place where I'm in relationship with somebody else and that that's part of that whole thing. And so I hope that there will be people People challenged by that I think having heard some of other people's stories I mean I share a lot of Emma's story from this morning and hearing other people's stories and thinking actually I hope one or two people are challenged because actually maybe that will be they might have been that person that looks at someone that's dressed like I am and judges them um and I want to see that changed you know um but but actually what happens in people's hearts is between them and God and what they take from here is it's important to them so I don't know the the good thing for me is I get to meet my tribe for a day so (laughs) thank you for listening to this podcast from Church Mission Society For more material from our day conference on mission among people who are spiritual but not religious, go to churchmissionsociety.org forward slash spiritual.